Okay, so we're beginning now chapter 38. 35, 36, 37 was one unit. The focus was on action. Chapter 38 begins a new unit. The focus is on intent. Intending with one's heart and mind in serving God. The beginning of 38 is the transition, concluding the previous idea and segueing into the new one. So we're focusing on a law. To explain the law, there are two parts legally for prayer or any other blessing. There's the requirement to move one's lips because the movement of the lips is considered the action of prayer. And there's the requirement to intend with one's mind and heart to be focused on God. And our sages say, well, what if the person did one of the two? Does it count as a path? And the answer is, if they move the lips and do not intend at all, besides for the first verse of Shema and the first blessing of Shema Esrei, they get a path. But if they don't move their lips, but they intend completely with all their heart and soul, they don't get a path. They didn't pray. So the question is, why? It doesn't seem balanced. That I've explained because based on everything we just learned in these three chapters, we understand the significance of action is moving body, animal soul, creating the Messiah. So when you move your lips and you're doing that action, you're involving your animal soul with the prayer. And that's why you're in this world, to change your animal soul. If you don't move your lips and you have lots of soul and mental and emotional focus, that's really great for your godly soul. But we're not really concerned about your godly soul. She's good and fine and amazing as she is. The ultimate purpose is to shift your animal and to shift the body. So if you don't move your lips, you didn't accomplish the point, which shows the supremacy of action. But the same sages also said, if one prays without intent, it's like a body without a soul, which implies that if you didn't intend, even though you moved your lips, you didn't really do much of anything. But we have to understand what they mean by a body without a soul, because seemingly, if one says a body without a soul, they mean a dead body. It's a nice way to say a dead body, a corpse. But that can't be what they mean because the sages said, as we just explained, that if you pray and you move your lips and you don't intend, you get a pass on your chart. So a pass isn't a dead body. It's it's something, not a dead body. So what do they mean by a body without a soul? So that explains that everything in this world has soul. A pen has soul. A cup has soul. A table has soul. A stone has soul. So many of the spiritual energy that vivifies it, everything has soul, including, of course, your body. But your body, besides the soul of the body, has a piece of God, a godly soul invested in this body. And we can't at all compare the spiritual energy, the voltage of that godly soul to the spiritual energy, the soul of the body herself. So if one prays with intent, it's like you're accessing the energy of your godly soul. There's soul, there's revealed spirituality, shining. And if you move your lips and don't involve your mind and heart, there's just the energy of the godliness of that physical flesh of the body. Something's happening. It's not dead. You did a good deed. You did a commandment. But it doesn't have that voltage. Because you're not drawing in the spiritual elements of soul. It's as if you're just on the level of the spirituality of the body itself.